Good day to you and welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning in to listen today. No matter where you are in the world, no matter your age, no matter your position in life, your vocation, whatever your journey, because all of us have different ones, we need to be a people who are giving ourselves to say on earth as it is in heaven, to establish the kingdom that has come, to walk as Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus, not just do the best you can, brother. Well, you know, you're just a mere man. No excuses. No excuses. Many of us have used those excuses for all of our life because it's what we were told. Well, you're just a man. Well, you're just a fallen, wretched sinner. We have this excusatory lifestyle that validates our laziness or our disinterest or our ongoing struggles to be men of faith. But man, can we just get to a place where you know what? Let's just look out our window. Let's open this morning's newspaper. Not that anybody does that much anymore. Um, <laughs> and let's just realize the times we're living in. Friends, man, somebody. Someone has to be alert and sober in this hour. Attentive. Watching the times and the seasons. Yahweh God is doing something in the earth, friends, and it doesn't take much to see that there is a great stirring on the earth right now. We're not going to go into that today, although I did want to briefly mention, um, again, at the, at the beginning instead of just at the end, uh, if you do not have the Podbean app or if you don't get any notifications on your device, you can sign up now at pathdesign.com to receive email notifications when this podcast is updated. Whenever an episode is posted that is new, you will simply quietly and discreetly be sent an email that you can check at your own leisure. Kind of old school thinking, right? Whatever the case, if you'd like to listen that way and be notified of, of new episodes, go ahead and do that. And uh, that seems to work well. Um, man, this morning I continue in the theme just thinking about parenting, being a father. And this morning specifically, my, my heart and my, my mind and all of my thoughts are towards my son. Um, today is his birthday. It's a very special day. If you knew his story, if you knew our story and the journey to get into the entirely unforeseen reality for my wife and I to become parents, oh my goodness, it's quite a story in a nutshell, because I just want to speak to this this morning. And, you know, we know that the Word of God tells us that children are a gift from the Father. And that the fruit of the fruit of the room, the the fruit of the womb, not to be confused with a clothing line, the fruit of the womb is a reward. And, you know, and then it goes on about you know filling your quiver um, when you are given children at a young age. Well, we missed that one. 
<laughs> because of our own selfishness and disinterest in in being parents, but in his goodness, in his kindness, the Lord brought us our son. And I just want to share a tiny bit of our journey specifically about him. It's going to have to be very, very paraphrased, of course, but I just want to be, man, I'm just in this season of the goodness of the Father, front and center in my life, and just gloating on the work of my Father. So greatly paraphrased, a little bit of personal bio in regards to the reality of this verse in my life. And in the, in the life of my wife and, and um, both of us together in this journey of being parents. We are a little bit odd in the sense of when we've had our son. Um, you know, my friends from high school are, some of them are already becoming grandparents. Um, and have college age children. And older. <laughs> Um, so yeah, our, our, our place in life is quite unique. Our son is only turning nine. It's keeping us young is what I say. I'm going to be a whole lot younger. (laughs) I don't know about my physical body, but the rest of me, yeah, it's keeping us young. But one thing I want, there's a couple things I wanted to touch on briefly because there's such power and life within our testimony, the word of our testimony. The word of our testimony is great. It's not just like, Brother Joel, can you please take five minutes and explain to the group um, your salvation? <laughs> um, no, sir, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm going to at least, I'm going to need at least 55 minutes, please. <laughs> and that's just my salvation regeneration experience. That's nothing else. The account of the Lord in our lives is great. We should have much to say in the word of our testimony. In the personal, experiential gospel that we were extended, received, and now walk in. There's much to it. But specifically with my son, I remember, man, I remember clearly. (laughs) Oh boy, is it clear. Um, my wife had, of course, told me that she was pregnant. There were so many details leading up to it. The Lord had led me to pray over my wife's stomach, um, that, that, that God would birth life in her, man. And I'm telling you, like, I wasn't just like prophesying children. Holy cow. It couldn't have been anything more opposite than that. We were just praying 10 years ago. Lord, stir in my wife. Birth new life in her. (laughs) Spiritually speaking, God. (laughs) I mean, seriously, zero thoughts of anything in the natural. Just praying over my wife. Spiritual things. And this happened a couple times. And she's already wondering if she's pregnant. Chuckling inside. Wondering. Waiting. Probably a little bit panicky because I had been the guy who never, ever, 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 times 1,000, never wanted children, I thought. I never wanted to be a dad. Not, eh, well, whatever. I mean, like, vehemently. I did not want to be a father. 
I remember her telling me, of course, that, that, that she was pregnant. I mean, my goodness, we were, what, 38? How old were we? And I just remember, and I've been born again now, filled with the Spirit, all these things we could list, man. I, I, had, I had encountered God. I mean, I had encountered Him, whoa, a lot, for years. <laughs> but this was something different. This touched a place in me that was a little bit different. It was a lot different. And I just remember another man. I remember a giant chunk of the iceberg of my will being chipped away. And I remember having the the ability, if you will, to let it go. To allow the Father to chisel it all the way off and let it go out into the ocean and never to return. And oh boy, it was painful. It was excruciating. I've had several instances in my life where my encounter with God, according to my will, according to giving myself to the will of my Father and surrendering to the pattern of, of Yeshua Jesus, the Son, and losing my life into Him, that rivals the previous time. And then something else happens, and man, that rivals the previous time. And like ongoing encounters with God and surrendering of my will. Like, man, I could go through lists of like, man, did I even know God before? By comparison. Because, man, he's plunged me to a whole nother depth and level in this circumstance and then in this circumstance. And then a year ago, almost to the day, and we're going to be talking about this again in podcast um, episodes in, in soon to come. In our immersion, our mikvah, our baptism, <laughs> it was almost a, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of that. So, like right now, right here, a year ago, we were we were fast-forwarding into Yom Teruah, and not even knowing really what that was. We weren't keeping feasts, but I knew it was on the calendar, and the Spirit of God knew, and urged us, prompted us. I mean, like a comet straight out of space landing on the top of my house and said, son, you've got to get in the water. Oh, and by the way, your wife too. Like now. Oh, okay. That's a whole other story for many multiple episodes. If you're curious, it's already online a year ago. The story, the account of our immersion. My my testimony and my wives and several, several my my wife's, <laughs> um, sorry, it's real early in the morning. Um, it's all online and this, and some uh, messages leading up to that of what God was teaching me in it. Because the word tells us that, that the water baptism is a sprinkling for an appeal to God for a clear conscience. I don't have time to go into that. So sticking to this with my son and, and all these things that, that were on the scene coming Ahead of his arrival, man, the Lord just took me to a place of, whoa, I'm undone. I'm undone. Something is shifting in my life. Well, fast forward those nine months. My wife's cruising along pretty well. You know, she was labeled all these things. She wasn't even hardly 40. She wasn't 40 yet, but deemed, you know, high risk and 
I don't know if it's officially high risk, but you know, they treat you like you're 80. Well, we want to do natural childbirth. We want to do everything. Don't be shooting her up with drugs and, you know, don't be trying to make this happen just because that's what you do. Well, it didn't go the way we wanted, the way we planned, the way we had prayed. Let's just be honest. I got a phone, excuse me, I got a phone call while I was at work. I used to do um, auto detailing work at an OB office for years. And that's where we ended up going um, when we found out my wife was pregnant. So I got a phone call from them because I knew them personally. And I said, Joel, where's Kristen? I'm like, well, she's at work. I don't know. I mean, I'm at work. She's at work. They said, well, how far away are you? Meaning me. I said, well, I'm almost an hour away. Because I would travel out to, to do this detailing business. I'm, I'm an hour away, if I remember. She said, long story short, you need to call Kristen. We've, we've been trying to get a hold of her. We can't get her to answer her phone. Well, she was working full time back then. And, and you need to get her and bring her here immediately. Oh, okay. And man, even now, I remember that feeling of what what do you mean? Like what are you talking about? <sighs> so I get a hold of her. I stop what I'm doing. I, I floor it straight home to our town, our city where we lived. <sighs> we go to the doctor's office, they tell us these numbers and these concerns and this and that and the other. We're very concerned about both of you, they said to my wife, and about my son. Kristen, you're very sick, and you don't know it. We need to induce immediately. We're just like, oh my gosh, what in the world? Everything was going fine. Now she's ready to bust. I mean, man, she was within a couple days of her due date. Her due date for my son was my birthday which is in two days from today. So she was right on track. Everything was going fine. Full term. Praise the Lord. But we get checked into the hospital. They begin to induce and also do all these medical things to help her condition. She, has a, she had a very rare condition. We didn't even know. That's only, I don't have time to go on that, and I'm sure no doctor. It didn't go well. Her body shut down because of the drugs they gave her to control her condition. So they're inducing a process that couldn't happen because they were also giving her drugs that kept it from happening. And it was a very, very long night. Very hard. God, this isn't what we prayed for. This isn't what we believed. But we trust you. God, we trust you. This is your child. Lord, this is, this is your wife, not mine. In the sense of your possession. Your possession. She's yours, God. She's your possession. I present her before you. I give you my son. Hold them. I will not be afraid. We were up all night long. I couldn't tell you by this time. I couldn't tell you even what time of day it was. I think Kristen mentioned last night to our son that it was sometime early afternoon the next day. Things just did not go good. And they said, we have to do an emergency C-section right now. 
You have to decide, Joel, what we do. But this is what we have to do. And of course, the, you know, the doctor looks at you and says, what are we going to do? Do you know, I, man, I polish cars for a living, lady. <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. I have to trust you. I'm a spiritual man, but man, I don't know. I can't go pray for three hours and come back with an answer. You're telling me my wife's life is threatened and the life of my unborn son. Do what you need to do, man. I don't know. (sighs) And of course, they took him back, took her back, and I couldn't go. Just waiting. And moments later, I don't know how long, they wheel out a cart. And in it is my son. In all honesty, my heart can't take thinking about that on a podcast. I'll add, I didn't think this through too well. (laughs) That I would go there in my memory in a podcast episode. I'm not really sure that was a wise decision. (laughs) Oh, man. So I get to, you know, I I remember asking the nurse, can I touch him? Can I touch him? (laughs) Is this real? And I know every parent, every father... Man, those first few moments with your first child, I'm sure, I'm sure it's very, very similar and yet unique unto each circumstance. But in all that was going on, and I knew what was going on with my wife and wondering what was going to happen, would my son be okay? And as I'm as I'm putting my finger into his little hand, and he was so tiny, and the doctors had told us, we may have to get him early, he's too big. Oh geez. He was so small, y'all. I wish I knew what size he was, but I, I just don't remember. I mean, he was, holy cow, he was small. But in this moment of just like, of course, overwhelming emotion, like, praise you God, my son is okay. He was born healthy. Had some concerns right away that we won't go into. Whoo, boy, that affected him. It's affected him to today. But I, 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 I don't want to go there. But in this moment, as my heart is just the size of the solar system, as I look at this sun, the offspring of my life, a gift from God, <laughs> the fruit of the womb, a reward. Undeserved reward, man. If there's anybody who should never have been a dad, it's me. And I will throw in there, the Lord told me clearly during the pregnancy early on, Joel, I know the desires of your heart. And I remember saying, Father, this isn't a desire of my heart. Are you kidding me? I don't desire to be a dad. I desire to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it and, quote, serve you. (laughs) This will keep me down, right? And I just remember the Father saying, Son, you don't have any idea. You have no clue. (laughs) But trust me, that desire is in there. You know why it's in there? Because I put it there. I put it in there. 
It's a beautiful story. Had to had to touch on that. We'll jump right back in. So my wife comes out a good while longer, and she's just not doing well. She looked horrible. Her skin was yellow. She could barely open her eyes hours later. Didn't realize that our son had been born, really. She couldn't really hold him. She was out of it. They overdose her on magnesium. Accidental, I get it. I understand. I'm not angry. The Lord's healed my heart. They went too far in her dosing of magnesium that was trying to calm her body because of all the other stuff she was going through, which that caused the, the emergency C-section. And Long story short, she just said, Joel, I'm, I'm disappearing. Oh, man, I remember that's so clear. Joel, I'm just, something's not right, honey. I'm, I feel like I'm just, like, leaving. So we call a nurse. Oh, man. Chaos. Chaos for the next hour. Literally. Nurses running in and out, yelling. Radioing for specific men to come and give neck jugular IVs. Oh, man. Oh, oh boy. My son's back out. They've got concerns about him. He's wheeled out at this time. He's okay, but we got to check him for some other things we're concerned about possibly. And y'all, boy. That was a tough time right there. As I just stood on the other side of the room, crying, watching all of this medical staff running in and out of the room, hovering over my wife, calling out all these things I don't understand. But you know what? Praise the Father. Because she's in my house right now. As the sun's beginning to rise, she's in that house right now. With my turning nine-year-old, nine-years-old-today son, my two beautiful gifts that the Lord keeps and holds and preserves. And friends, I just got to say, like that's why I trust the Father in every single thing that's before me. Why? Because he's proven himself to be trustworthy. He is trustworthy. Anything I have in this life, including my wife and my own son, the offspring of my very bloodline, they are the possession of my father. And I, I responsibly care for them, look over them, do every single thing I can for them, but they are ultimately his possession, and I present them to him, present them to him, present them to him, O oh great king, they are yours. Help me to care for them today. And then tomorrow I'll do the same thing. And the next day the same thing. These are a gift from Adonai. A gift. Something that has been given to me. A gifted reality. A reward. Oh man, I'm going to care for them. I'm going to give my life for them. Yes. But they're his possession. They're hidden with him. And I present them to him. And so, fast forward, man, nine years. My life was undone. My will, 
died in measures and has since then incrementally in ways it never would have unless I would have been given the gift and reward of that child. And so, friends, if you have children today, praise the Father. Praise the Father. What an opportunity to raise up a child and train them up in the way that they should go so that they can fully accomplish the will of the Father for their own lives and their children's and their children's children. Go and multiply my glory, people. (laughs) What a responsibility. What a crazy responsibility that Yahweh God gives us in the natural. (laughs) And then, therefore, of course, in the spiritual to perpetuate the eternal seed of Yahweh Elohim. It's incredible. And listen, if you don't have children, man, don't check out. You have a purpose, you have a function, and you have a seed within you. If you've been born again, regenerated, and lost your life into the Son, into the Messiah, you have given your entire being, surrendered to the Father by the surrendered will, born of the water, born of the Spirit, born from above. (laughs) You've been given a seed, and it's beautiful. And it's eternal. (laughs) And it's entrusted to us mere men to carry out responsibly, constantly submitted to the will of the Father. So man, what a day. And how awesome, right? Right? I've got to shut this off. But man, how awesome is this? I'm looking over here. The sun is, I can't see it yet, but like the line of clouds right over our, our hill, one of our hills here, obviously to our east, just this beautiful color, and a new day has come. A new day is arriving. Man, I'm telling you, God is a God of marked times and marked seasons. He told the sun when to come up and when to go down, and when the moon should follow it, and then it should set. How the moon should go through its phases. Times, seasons lives new moon sabbath feasts he is a god of extreme order and what a beautiful invitation for anyone any one of us to come into his order and to take our children and say god we want to be your people man Oh, I'd hate to be learning all I'm learning right now about the timeline of God and how he works with the people and generations and generations and generations and not have any. Praise the Father, he's good. He's so good that we can train our children in the ways of the, of the God of Abraham. We can tra- train our children in the eternal ways, the same ways of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Oh my gosh, y'all. I got to stop right there because I've got to go back in the house and hug my son and tell him, happy birthday, son. Blessing and honor be to Yahweh God and be upon you and your children and your children and your children and your children's children, son. (laughs) 
Man, what a what an awesome life, y'all. I'm telling you. I hope you know it. I hope you know this life, friend. If you don't, man, sit down at your computer. Send me an email right now. PatDesignPodcast at gmail.com. Right this second and say, Joel, I don't know that. I don't know it. I think I know God, but man, I don't know that. I've got children, but I don't see them like that. Man, I'm serious. Right now, email me. Whatever questions you have, we'll seek the Lord together and we'll get an answer. So let's be stirred today to be godly men, parents, brothers, friends, neighbors. Why? The whole world is dependent upon the individual realities of all of us coming together in a unified one-man expression of saying, you know what, we are now a royal priesthood, friend, a chosen nation, a people who were not a people. Hey, we're a people now. And look at my son. He's going to be a part of a people. He's not going to be a good, moral Christian American. No, thank you. He's going to be a part of a chosen, chosen nation. Oh, gosh. Don't get me started. Thank you for listening today. Go to patdesign.com. Sign up for that email um, notification. Download the Podbean app and get pings on your phone every time this thing is updated. Help us out, please. Consider joining in with what we're doing here in any way you want to. I don't care how. Come here. Pray for me. Have us come to where you are. We'll pray for you. Thank you for listening. Be blessed today. PatDesign.com. Amen.